Welcome to Ambition and Mischief, a community of badass women doing good. I'm your host, Sam Cartagena, and as a publicist and mindset coach, I help women illuminate and amplify their inner vision, trust their intuition, and get comfortable with being seen. This podcast is a home for stories about doing the work, the internal work that allows us to see clearly and live in alignment with our highest self, and the external work that allows us to share our mission with the world. If there's one thing you take away from this space, remember that the most mischievous thing you can do is be yourself, fully and unapologetically. Let's get it. Welcome back to Ambition and Mischief. I hope you are doing well. I hope you had an amazing weekend and are having a beautiful start to your week if you're listening to this on Monday when it goes live. So last episode, I mentioned that Jose and I were in the process of looking for a long-term apartment to live in here in Puerto Rico, and we were not having much luck. And one of the things that I said was hopefully by our next podcast, we would have found a place and would be moved in. So half of that has come to fruition. We finally found a place. Thank, thank the universe. And we are not moved in yet, but we are planning to move in July 1st. We've officially signed our lease. That is the day that we are officially moving in. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be in Jersey, getting the rest of our stuff, bringing it to Puerto Rico, spending time with family, enjoying the summer, all of that good stuff. And so in the process of like how all of this has unfolded, One of the things that has really stood out to me from this experience is self-trust and trust in the universe. So I want to tell you guys the story of how we even ended up coming to Puerto Rico in the first place and how trust, self-trust and trust in the universe has really been at the core of all of it. Before we get into it, how does self-trust play into this month's theme, which is Hot Girl Summer? So the way that it does is we already identified at the core of Hot Girl Summer is expression. So if we're looking at self-trust, we're really looking at what are you expressing and on behalf of whom? Like, are you expressing on behalf of your ego or are you expressing on behalf of your intuition? And can you allow yourself the self-trust to really know which place you are coming from And be willing to flow and pivot when you find yourself coming from ego when you really want to be coming from intuition. So for those of us that like to be in control like me, it can be so much easier to push, to force, to plan, to do what's logical. Like our egos love that. Like it eats it up because it loves having external things to point to to prove that we are good, that we are worthy, that we're doing it right, that we know what we're doing. And meanwhile, when it comes to intuition, when we allow ourselves to slow down, to allow, to listen, to pivot, to go with the flow, trust the process, like it all sounds so beautiful, but when you're in it, when you're in the moment, it's not always that simple. It's just not always the first thing that comes up and that's the reality of it. I know sometimes in the spiritual community we can judge ourselves and believe that we should be showing up a certain way because we've done X amount of work. And no matter how much work you do, I do, anyone does, we're still human. And we're not always going to go to the place of love and light and trust and acceptance first thing. And sometimes when we do, it's because we're actually spiritually bypassing. We're not allowing ourselves 
ourselves to feel what's there, to be present with what with what's there. Like anger, frustration, all of it is okay. Like they are all human emotion. Let's take it back to how we ended up in Puerto Rico in the first place. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you already know that Jose and I were in Costa Rica January 20, what what year are we in? (laughs) January 2021 until March. So we left our apartment in Jersey City. We stayed with my family for a little while and then we went to Costa Rica for three months. Initially, the plan was we're gonna move there. Like we're gonna move to Costa Rica and the three month thing was just to kind of explore where do we wanna move to? And so the first half of our trip there really felt amazing, like really felt like, okay, this is our place, like this is where we're going to live. And then midway through Costa Rica, we got invited to Wayeb, which I shared a little bit about in a previous episode, which was um, your inner fire sacred. So basically, um, for those of you that don't know or didn't listen to that episode, Wayeb is a sacred ceremony and sacred celebration of the new year for Mayans. So we spent time in Guatemala with Mayan elders and their family, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful, transformative experience. So once we were done with Wayeb, which was about a week-long trip, We went back to Costa Rica and for me personally, and Jose has felt the same, something just didn't feel right. It felt off. It felt different. It didn't feel like this is our home. It felt like something happened during Wayeb. Something shifted within us. I don't know, like externally in the universe. I don't know what happened, but it just felt different when we got back to Costa Rica. So without asking too many questions, without trying to overly plan or be overly logical, we both agreed that this just wasn't feeling right anymore, that being in Costa Rica wasn't it. So we decided to listen to our intuition. We decided to listen to spirit, to universe, whatever you want to call it, all in the name of trust. And then we started getting signs as to, okay, if Costa Rica is not it, what is the next place? And individually, both he and I separately kind of intuitively knew it's Puerto Rico. Like, this is the place we're going to next. I don't know how I know. I don't know what the reason is, but this is the place. So we came to that realization. And then during a breathwork session, which I feel like is where all life transformation and pivots happen. But anyways, during a breathwork session, someone that we both know started channeling during the session and said to Jose, you need to be in Puerto Rico. This is where you need to be. And so we both already were being called there. We both knew this was the place that was next for us. And to have literally a channeled message come forward to reaffirm it, it was like, okay, done, we're going. So again, we didn't ask too many questions. We just knew that Puerto Rico was the next place for us. So we go back to Jersey for a little while and we book a month-long Airbnb in Old San Juan in Puerto Rico, which is where we are now. And so in my mind... I'm like, okay, we're doing this, we're listening to source, we're following the universe, we're, you know, leaning into our intuition and going with the flow and seeing how all of this unfolds. And because we're doing that, we're going to be rewarded. This is going to be simple. This is going to be easy. So we get to Puerto Rico and 
as soon as we land, literally like all of the Puerto Ricans on the plane are clapping. Puerto Ricans and Dominicans love doing that, like clapping on a plane once it lands. So after the claps, I feel this sense of just relief of like, just what's the word I'm looking for? It's like pride of like, yes, you did that. Like, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing to take this step even though it's not guaranteed what's going to happen, you have no idea what's going to happen, like, you allowed this. And it was just this immense, like, relief and just this amazing feeling of, like, this is where you're meant to be. And so it all felt so good and I was so hopeful and so, like, optimistic about what was going to unfold over the next month. Then the apartment searching begins and the vibe starts to change. I am literally spending hours looking for places, spending so much time, spending all of our weekends going to actually look at places and it's not working and I'm starting to get frustrated and I'm trying to, you know, keep the hope alive, keep this vision alive, keep remembering this feeling of being called here, the feeling of like relief and home and safety that I felt when we landed here. And it's just like, it's getting more and more difficult. So after looking at what feels like a million places, after texting a bunch of people in Spanish, by the way, which is technically my first language, like I did learn Spanish before English, but it's not, I don't practice writing in Spanish. And Dominican Spanish, as I'm learning more and more each day, is very, very different than Puerto Rican Spanish. Also, side note, I'm learning that Dominicans, we just like make up words that aren't real Spanish words. Like I literally just found out this week that the word apoyming is not a word. It's appointment. Like <laughs> you guys, we're using English words and just putting a Spanish twist to them. And I feel like my reality is shifting. Like I don't know what is a real Spanish word or not. Anyways, that is a side note. So we looked at a bunch of places. I'm getting frustrated. And then finally, we looked at this place and we love it. It is three bedrooms, two baths. It is in a gray area. It has great area, not gray area. Um, it has a pool. It has a rec center. Like it just is the perfect place. And so we get there. We see it. We love it. And the realtor is a racist. Like, I just don't know how else to put that except just to say it bluntly. And I know it's not nice to call people racist, but it's also not nice to be racist. So we're going to just tell it like it is. So the reason I say she is, is because when we get there, we're looking at the place and she says, she can see that we're interested. And she says, you know, if the landlords choose you, I would advise them to only give you a six month lease instead of a year just in case, you know, you throw rap parties. Yeah, she said rap parties. Just in case you throw those, whatever that is. And also, like, in case you don't pay the rent. And at the time, it's just like, you know when you're looking at something in hindsight and you're like, ooh, I would have said this, I would have said that, I would have done this, I would have done that. At the time, I was just like, what is happening? Like, is this real life? Did this woman really just say this to us? So we leave that place. There's a woman right after us that is interested in the apartment that is going to see it. And she ends up getting it. We end up not getting the apartment. And I was, there had been so many apartments that we either didn't get or we weren't interested or whatever. For some reason, it didn't work out. And I wasn't upset about those. But this one got me. 
I was upset for like three days and I didn't go straight into the, this is, you know, this is beautiful. This is part of the plan. Like just let it flow, let it unfold. Like I was not in that place at all. I was in anger. I was in frustration. I was in disappointment. I was just stuck in like really being upset about it. And I think the reason why I was so upset was because of the racism. Because if it was anything else, if it was, you know, our credit score wasn't good enough or, you know, the person they chose made more money or whatever, these are all things that we can influence, right? Like we can work on our credit score, we can make more money. These are things that we have control over. But when it comes to our race, our ethnicity, how we look, like, what am I supposed to do about that? This is who I am. And someone else's preconceived notions of what that means cost me and my partner the apartment that we wanted. And there's nothing we could do about that. And that lack of control really is the thing that upsets me the most about all of this. That lack of control really got to me. And it stuck with me for like three days. So there was this one day where I was in it. I was just furious. I was frustrated. And I heard this whisper, this kind of like inner knowing that asked a question. And the question was, so is your trust conditional? Can you only go with the flow if you're controlling the current? If you've been talking all this talk about self-trust and intuition and, and flow, is that only for when things are flowing the way that you want them to? so easy to be like oh my god i trust the universe i trust myself everything is unfolding beautifully but when things aren't going the way that you thought for me what i saw in this example is oh shit when things aren't going the way that i think that they should i abandon that self-trust i abandon that concept of trusting the universe and so is it really trust if it's conditional? Is it really allowing and surrendering if I'm only allowing and surrendering in the direction that my ego thinks we should? And I heard it so, so clearly and it was just like, damn, like, can I have a moment? Can I just be in my shit, like be in it without this, this broader, bigger awareness? And, you know, sometimes it's comfortable to just be in the muck be in be in the thick of it and that's where I wanted to be in that moment but I heard it I heard the message and I couldn't unhear it I couldn't unsee it and so it really had me thinking and really readjusted me realigned me to like okay this is why I'm here I don't know exactly actually what's the why I don't know we're still we're still figuring that out but I'm here because I've been called to and I trust that this is all unfolding as it should And so that brings the question of, are you trusting your ego or are you trusting your intuition? When you put your trust in your ego, it's never enough. The trust is always conditional because the ego is never satisfied. There's always more to do. There's always more to strive for. Always more, like the goalpost is always moving when you are chasing your ego. When it comes to the ego, it doesn't feel like trust. It feels like a test. It feels like if you do this the right way, then you'll earn trust. If you perform in this way, then the trust will come. 
versus with intuition, with source, with spirit, with the universe, the trust is inherent. Regardless of how you behave, that trust, that support is always waiting for you. And that's what I've experienced in this past month. I've experienced wanting to lean on my ego, wanting to lean on the logical side of my brain and, you know, how things should go, how it should unfold so that it doesn't look like I failed, so that it doesn't look like I was wrong. And instead, letting go of that and really trusting the process. Like, I know, easier said than done. It sounds so fucking cliche, trusting the process. But as soon as I allowed myself to hear that question, is your trust conditional? I allowed myself to let go of that other apartment. I mean, it wasn't mine anyway, but I allowed myself energetically to let go of it. And a few days later, I got a text from a landlord of this other place we had seen that we didn't think we were getting, which was also beautiful, gorgeous, has a backyard with a garden, is two floors, has two bedrooms, like all of the amazing things. And she said to us, We'd love to have you. Are you interested in signing the lease this weekend? And so we did. We officially have our first long-term rental in Puerto Rico. We are officially moving in July 1st. And I'm just so, so excited for this next chapter to see what awaits us, to see what we have been called here to do to see how all of this plays out. Again, I don't have all the answers. I don't know where all of this is going, but I'm choosing to trust, even in the face of uncertainty, that I am being guided, being supported, and being infinitely held and guided in the direction that I'm meant to. Thank you for listening. And if you're ready for more, I'll see you over at ambitionandmischief.com where you'll find more resources and an invitation to our private online community where we're deepening conversations just like this one. I'll see you soon.